0: Welcome back to Good Film Hunting. My name is Jack. I'm the host of the show where we talk about movies, TVs, comic books, and all things pop culture related. Today, I have another spoiler-free review. As you guys know, or if you're new to the channel, I've done this before. I have two other co-hosts. You know, we don't... Our schedules are all super busy. So, when a movie comes out that I really want to talk about, really want to review, I'll review it on my own. Recently, I did it for 65 did it for Avatar... Today, we're doing it for John Wick 4, and going into this film, the only thing people have talked about is how this is, oh, this is one of the best action movies of the decade, blah, 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 so I was like, alright, like, are they, I love John Wick, I love the first one, it's arguably my favorite action movie ever, up there with Skyfall, and I love the other two as well, it's an amazing trilogy, but I was like, alright, is it the John Wick hype, or is it the, so I go in with high expectations, like, high sky sky high expectations. And somehow Chad Stahelski absolutely passes them. There's Skyfall. There's the Mission Impossibles. There's the Mad Maxes. Right up there. John Wick 4. This I, I told my I told Nate and Jack this. This might be my favorite action movie ever after I watch it again. You know I have to watch it again. I just got out of the theater an hour ago, so it could be incredibly biased. But, man, like, and I'm not, you know, this is non-spoiler, so I'm going to try and keep it as vague yet, describe how amazing it is in all the ways without really revealing much. First of all, rest in peace to Lance Reddick. What an amazing actor. What an amazing character in this. What a, what a beautiful man, you know. Keanu Reeves loved him. Everyone on set loved him. He was in Destiny. He played Zavala. Toss, spent many hours with that guy. And just, what a great human being. And unfortunately, he passed the week before this movie came out. And I wish he would have been able to see how well received it is to the whole world. And not just the critics and people, you know. So, RIP to him. Man, it sucks to lose him. His character... Just like the rest of the characters in this, amazing. And I'll, I'll go on with, I'll save that for later. Because first I want to talk about the pacing. Two hours, 49 minutes. It's the longest by 35 minutes or something like that in the John Wick series. And people question it, whatever. My thought is, you make a movie as long as it needs to be. Endgame needed to be three hours. First John Wick needed to be 90 minutes. It needs to be as long as you need to tell the story. And this, never once did you feel the weight or the length of the movie because not only is it constant action, but it's constant character progression. It's constant figuring out this world. The first three really set up the world building. The first one, good old revenge with some cool, mysterious high table stuff we don't really know about, but we don't need to know about. It's not important to the plot. The next two kind of give world building... Into what the high table is. How John was involved. And then this is the movie that the world building's established. We can dive all in. We can introduce new characters and fledge them out super well. The pacing is incredible. One of the, Some of the best pacing I've seen yet. And especially in the last year. And with that, all the new characters they introduce. they My personal new favorite character was um, uh, Shamir Anderson as... Mr. Nobody in the film. And you guys know Bill Skarsgård plays the villain. We have Donnie Yen in the film as well. We have so many new characters that are introduced and have emotional ties to them that we're able to we're able to establish and feel the effects of within 20 minutes of meeting them. And they introduced four or five, five, I'd say five characters that you meet in this film, this long film, that you're tied to and you understand and you're emotionally connected to in a quick amount of time. And this helps because we know John. And because we know John and how he is, we can easily see how these people are part of his life and how they view him. But overall, they were able to introduce so many new characters and tackle them so well. And obviously there's there's spin offs coming. There's the um there's spin offs from the John Wick franchise, some that are already being made, some that are being talked about. So Hopefully we see Mr. Nobody in one of those. There's a post credit scene in this film as well that sets up what a future spin-off could be. And so, we know the John Wick universe is, you know, is branching out in other areas. As far as the action, with this also, let's be, like, let... How have I not even said Keanu Reeves in this, as always, owns it. He did 90% of his own stunts. He's incredible, one of the... He's got this reputation of being one of the nicest men on the planet. Hope I get to meet him one day. Incredible as always. The acting was on for every single person in this movie. Bill Skarsgård killed it. Um, what's his name? I mean, Lawrence Fishburne. I love Lawrence Fishburne. He killed it. Ian McShane killed it. Everyone, don't even... Flawless. 10 out of 10 performances. The action. Chad is a mastermind. And obviously he's a stunt man. he's a stunt choreographer, and that's why he's so great in directing these films. But still, every single movie, Ante and Up find the most innovative ways, the most innovative fights. Um, they're, they're, I'm not going to spoil, but we've seen... I'll just talk about the Paris, because Paris is in the trailer. In Paris alone, which is the last hour of the movie, 45 minutes, there's a fight scene where they're in a building and you get the aerial perspective like an old throwback video game where you're watching the action happen below you and you see the guys going through all the rooms and you have the aerial view facing down, you see all the rooms, the layout, like you're looking at a blueprint of an apartment and you see them navigating the action in between. And It's just those, and then you see it tilts when they go upstairs and this sequence alone You'll just see the creativity and how innovative the, the stunts are. And this happens as well. There's two other big fight scenes in Paris alone. And there's in other countries that are... It's, you have to watch the choreography and the stunts to understand how great they are. Like, it can't even bring justice to them. It's how it's always been. And, of course, there are ways that John Wick kills men... It F- just should not be, you know, should not, you wouldn't even think of. He doesn't kill anyone with a book this time. But there is a scene in this movie that Gambit himself would be very proud of. That's just a hint. And then finally, the, to wrap it up, I did not, the first John Wick to me is, is emotional. Like, obviously the first 20 minutes of that film are just meaning to build you up to break you down and feel feel the revenge that John feels. And in the in the next two movies, there's emotion tied, but it's 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 not as personal to all the characters as it is John. It's that's how I've taken I just rewatched them this past week, two weeks, and that's how I felt this film every character introduced, all four or five, plus John, have emotional ties. And it's poetic. Not only through the dialogue. There's a scene with, with, um, Winston, and Bill Skarsgård's character that they have a scene, and then later on, it's it's the movie very on. It's just very poetic. The dialogue's poetic. The themes are poetic, and it's gorgeous in that way. That you go to an action film and you don't expect to be hit with the the poetic emotion that's tied into this film. And I think that's some of the reason I loved it so much. And I do, I love the John Wakes, So maybe I'm biased. Just get out of the theater. Maybe that's why I'm biased. And then finally, if I'm to tack on one more thing the, to go along with the choreography, the cinematography in general, there's a there's a shot at the start of the movie with John Wick at a, at a certain Continental. And you'll see it when you see it. It's like 10, 15 minutes in. And that shot alone, I was like, okay, this is, this is going to be one of them films. The coloring... It's gorgeous, as vibrant as always. the they're, they're, the The cinematography in every one of these films is gorgeous, and this just takes it up a notch. And it's nice to see that in a quadrilogy, one might be my favorite is the fourth one. That's not that doesn't happen a lot. You know, there's not a lot of quadrilogies that are great. Toy Stories, the the one I could think of, where everyone's really great, and even then, the fourth isn't my favorite. But this movie did a really nice job of inserting a fourth world building while also still concluding some stories and setting up some stories and doing it in a satisfying way, a neat way that justified the runtime. That's an entertaining watch. That's also an emotional watch and is overall, in my opinion, the best movie to come out so far in 2023. But that being said, go see it, man cinema's back we got this we got creed 3 last year we got top gun maverick we got avatar we got everything everywhere all at once unfortunately shazam bombed <laughs> you know you don't want to prey on uh bombed box offices because those are real people and but it's cool and i love comic books obviously i'm a geek that have comic books in here but it's cool to see some of these other franchises and films after the big superhero takeover of the late 2010s um, that were really getting some nice, personal, um, individualized filmmaking. We saw it with Michael B. Jordan's, we see it here, Michael B. Jordan's Creed, his directorial style, we see it here, and... We have Dungeons and Dragons coming out next week, which apparently is having crazy reviews, and I was going to see regardless. Then we have Mario. Then we have Redfield. actually looks really excited to me. That's a movie I'll be there for, Nicholas Holt and Cage. And I just think that um, we have Evil Dead. That movie looks scary. Cinema's back, man. Go out. Go support. There's a lot of good creative films coming out. This is one of them. And so far, this would be the movie. In my letterbox, follow me at Jack underscore Howard. Um, you could see that I ranked this at my top movie this year, and I, I think this is this could go down as my favorite action movie. So go see it. And that'll wrap it up. To keep up with us, follow us at Good Film Hunting Podcast. Later this week, we will also talk about John Wick Spoiled spoiler review with the rest of the boys. And then I think I'm going to get a review up of Gotham Year One, our first comic review on this podcast, because I'm wrapping that up, and it's really good, and I really have enjoyed it so far. So thank you guys for listening. Go watch cinema. And you guys have a great rest of your day.